Hi, I'm Joel Gould, and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. We're coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane, and I'm here with Steve Renoff. Uh, Steve, uh, welcome to another edition. Hey, Joel. Thanks for having me. Good to be back. You're up in Cairns, I believe, uh, yeah. yesterday, Steve. Yeah, uh, up in Having Cairns. a chat to JT. Yeah, so we, uh, Deadly Choices, uh, partnered uh, with uh, JT Connect. Um, he's uh, part of his foundation around the um, Indigenous uh, employment. Um, so, yeah, we're at uh, Darrigan College here in Cairns. So, beautiful day in Cairns yesterday. Is he uh, making a comeback for the Broncos next year, Steve? <laughs> I thought about it. I'll start my pre-season now. <laughs> oh, you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, um, yeah, so it was good, you know. It's, um, so, yeah, that was, that was a good day. And, um, you know, JT does a really good job um, with what he's doing now that he's um, out of rugby league. Yeah. Okay, well, um, another a dire week for the Brisbane Broncos. Mm. <clears throat> we'll get to that shortly. All sorts of um, dramas on and off the field. It's uh, it just seems to never end. You can't really whoever's writing the scripts. Um, <laughs> got a, you'd, you would have said had a vivid imagination, but uh, it's turned out to be <laughs> to be fact. So what, what, what was Tuvi's, Tuvi, Jeff Tuvi's famous line? There needs to be an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> I think there already has been into a few, <laughs> into a few matters, uh, and the one in particular, of course, is um, Tavita's, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr.'s visit to uh, a barber shop, which uh, he got himself into all sorts of trouble. It was breaking COVID rules. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, was yeah. Breaking the NRL, sorry, the NRL biosecurity rules after mm. he'd been told yeah. the night before that he needed to do X, Y, and Z, and he went and did um, H. Yeah, it sort, of, it sort of makes you wonder, you know, what uh, just... What the feel is at the club if you blatantly go and do those things after being told? I mean, maybe he just doesn't want to be there. Um, not the best way of going about it, but um, uh, he's been showed the door apparently. So, well, he, uh, he, allegedly, he he may not be there. That's for sure. Like uh, at, at NRL.com, we have to get all our yes. uh, dot all our eyes and cross all our T's with these yeah. things and. Look, the club said yesterday they were still investing. Okay. We're, we're speaking, yeah. by the way, for listeners on yeah. Wednesday morning uh, today. Yes. Um, uh, we're doing a little bit later than we usually do, but uh, club did say yesterday that they're still um, working out yeah, what, okay. what what they're going to do with Tavita Pangai Jr. But look, there was a board meeting, um, and from what I understand, that the intention of the board is certainly that that he be sanctioned in the most uh, yeah. strict way, which would be not not playing. Yeah. Brisbane, but we got to wait and see. Wait what that and unfolds. see how that folds, yeah. unfolds in the next few days. Well, it's not that simple this, these days, is it? You know, no, um, you, no, it's not. You know, representative, um, they have you know their managers, and hmm. um, so it's not just to walk in and say, "Mate, you're out." Um, well, it makes you wonder what what other breaches might be there in the background for Tavita. Hmm. Um, obviously, he's got a bad record with the judiciary, but that's hmm. that's one thing. Hmm. Um, he admitted calling Nick Politis. Last week, uh, allegedly, well, according to Vita, he rang he rang Nick Politis to give him financial advice. <laughs> As in, he was filthy with him for selling a portion of his Bronco shares. So, oh, so okay. I mean, look, no, it's, oh, it's, we're laughing. It's, it's, it's a gift it's, that keeps on giving. It is. It is a gift that keeps on giving. You just don't know what to say about it, really. No. Um, I just don't think the penny has quite dropped with Tavita Pangai Jr. about the repercussions of what he does. Yeah, I, look, I, I've enjoyed dealing with him as a journalist and yeah. um, he's an, he's a different sort of character, but I honestly, I just don't think he understands cause and effect. If yeah. you do X, 
why happens, and that's yeah. that hasn't Look, dropped the, him the little bit I've had to do with him. I, I thought, well, you know, uh, good person, um, you know, off the field, um, you know. So yeah, I, I I really don't know what goes on in anyone's head, or, or you know, as I said, there's so much happening at the club at the moment. Um, it's like a merry-go-round, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, we'll get to more of the Broncos shortly. Uh, we'll, we'll start having a look uh, at the the games that we've got coming up. We've got a blockbuster on Thursday night. The Roosters hosting the Storm at yeah. the SCG. The, the last time these two sides played, Steve, it was... Were you at that game? I was there covering yeah. it. It was just one of the best club games of football I've seen in a long time. Melbourne winning. Yeah, that was played here at Suncorp, and uh, it was a cracker. Um you know, and uh, we're not going to be any different this time around. I, I do think the Roosters have, have a slight advantage this time. Um, they've got Josh Morris is back from a calf injury. Um, but there's still quite a few players out for them, including um, Jared Rhea Hargreaves, Cordner, Crichton, Brett Morris. So, so i tell you what, that, that's a fair um, group of players that are out still for the Roosters. Especially you talk about those two forwards that are out, or three actually. Mm. Um, you know, they're, they're so really in a way. I mean, they storm. We know the storm are without Smith and um, uh, I've just gone blank there. Uh, Munster. Munster. Um, you know, so obviously two key players, but um, yeah, there's still a fair chunk. There's a fair hole in the, in the rooster side as well. What I loved about the roosters last week is that um, Taukeaho, the, the front yeah. rower. Um, I wrote a column, I think it was a year ago, where I said that the Broncos need a prop like him. Yeah. And the way he played last week, he, he really stood up. Didn't he play in the centres the week before? Taukeaho. Was um, it him? Yeah, I'm sure you had a run out there. Uh, did he? Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it, Steve. I don't remember that, but um, you might be right. Mm. And Well, it's not. you didn't look out of place, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke Keery just stood up and proved that he is the, definitely the best number six oh. in the game today. And that was a great performance by those two. But it was a great team effort, but those yeah. two blokes in particular. Oh, the Stormer Masters, aren't they, Steve? Yeah. Bringing blokes in to do the job. Yes, yeah. Riley Jacks has been named there with Jerome Hughes. And Jacks came on against the Roosters last time yeah. when Cameron Smith went from the halves yes. back into um, hooker. So, you know, he's he's got a great record of, of winning yeah. with the Storm. He, he's, he's a bit of a, a lucky charm for them. Uh, not fat, not not flash, but uh, does the does job. a job, and yeah. that's that's all Craig Bellamy asks, I think, of his players when they're when they're coming into that team, and uh, no one seems to let him down. No, well, I, I think the Roosters in on this occasion, I think that I, I'm going to favour them because I think Munster and Smith, they're, they're big losses for, mm. for, for for Melbourne. Yeah, I, look, I, I'm going to go with the Roosters this week as well, Joel. I um. I just think with those two out, I mean, it was okay to have Smith, but you had Munster back, and um, they're both gone now. So, um, so yeah, Roosters for me. Well, just one other thing, Pappenhausen and Dale Finucane are back. Okay, so that's, yeah. that's a big... Yep. They did play the Bulldogs last week. Let's not forget that. The Bulldogs were well below their yeah. their best football. So um, those two guys are going to make a huge difference. Um, Tino Faster Malawe is, is back on the bench. He was a, had a blockbuster last week, as, and he's on track. Definitely on track to be um, in the Maroons yep. side, Steve. We, <coughs> you and I were there last week with um, uh, the Deadly Maroons program. Yes. The, the, the good, um, good, quick, good quick tucker. Good quick tucker um, program, which is 
designed obviously to to encourage healthy eating in um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander yeah. communities. But uh, Kevin Walters was there with you. Didn't throw you an out ball, but he did. <laughs> he did throw some nice morsels of information in uh, yeah, our way. Yeah. I was there with uh, Michael Rennie from ABC yes. um, TV, <clears throat> and um, we we spoke to Kevin about Tino, and hmm. uh, he was glowing. Yeah. In in his um, praise of him on and off the fields. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. What, what he had to say. Well, that's good. You know, it means Kevin's had a, a little bit of association with him, so. That's not a bad thing. Well, he's been monitoring him, obviously, and um, he would have been watching closely mm. his performances. I, I, I think he's the best young forward yep. that the Maroons have that hasn't played Origin. That's my just yeah. my opinion. Okay. I, I, I think he's a special. I, I'd be picking him in, in the in the team. Okay, the Warriors um, are hosting the Panthers, and, and once again, Steve, oh. it, it, look, so much happens in this game. We do this once a week. And every time we come back, oh, look, there's <laughs> a lot of drama unfolded. Coaches have been sacked or appointed. Uh, we've got now we've got um, Nathan Brown is coaching the team yes. next year, and oh. Phil Gould's in the background um, pulling the strings in the academy sphere and the, the junior development. You sphere. know, with everything, you've got to give them credit. This team, they come out and have another win, and they just, with everything that's happened to them, you've got to give it to this group of players. And it is the group of players uh, because, you know, they've they, been in and out with coaches and um, I, I just think that they do a great, they're doing a great job. Aren't they? <laughs> Aren't they doing a great job? And uh, let's face it, they beat Manly at Brookvale Oval. Yes. And Manly was injury ravaged again. But, but. still, uh, the, the Warriors, they went out to a really big lead early. And uh. Cody Nicarima had one of his best games. Like he, he showed what... Broncos may be missing to you know oh, look, the Cody, kicking game was outstanding. Cody's done that a number of times this year. To be honest, um, mm. he's had some crackers, and um, you know, it just shows the class he has. He's he's in a a team that you know is coming from behind the eight ball, and he gets out there and leads from the front. You know, just just with what he does in his play. Um, I don't I don't think Cody's known as a big talker, but uh, he doesn't mind that ball in his hand. No, I was really impressed with him. Peter Hicku's just got a new oh, lease yeah. of life. I believe his family's joined him oh, okay. in Australia, which has made a huge difference, as, as you would expect. And Todd Payton is obviously doing mm. his coaching chances in North Queensland. No harm with these, you know, what, what he's doing with yes. this team. Yeah. He's obviously pulled out. He, he knocked back the offer to coach um, the Warriors, and I think he's got his eyes firmly on the North Queensland job. And every win that he gets is, is edging him a tick, yeah. a, a tick in the box for him. Okay, um, well, the Panthers. Well, Steve, I, look, I, I was driving back from the Titans. Um, I've had a look at the highlights. Uh, yeah. So I was driving back listening to um, this game uh, on... Was I driving back from the Titans? Anyway, where I was driving back from... I went to the Storm and the Titans game, but I was listening to this game on the radio. Yes. And it just sounded, and then I went and watched the highlights. Immaculate performance by the Panthers in the first half in particular. Um, they probably played almost the perfect half of football. They got everything. Toughness, skill, well, razzle-dazzle. Didn't they do that last week, virtually? <laughs> they did, I mean, yeah. they've been very consistent with it, Joel, haven't they? And that's what make them such a... Oh, they're dead set, the front runners for the Premiership this year. If They keep playing the way they're playing. I agree. I agree. And... Um, the, the the first seven or eight minutes of the game, um, the Canberra Raiders were on their try line and they repelled them, yeah. and, th- and they absorbed all that pressure and then went down the other end and. Finished I, off. I think that's been a really, that's been the highlight for them is their defence. Mm. Um, 
you know, we talk about it all the time, but they've been very disciplined right across the park. Yep. And then they just got this great attacking, um, you know, you, you name them. They, there's, they got attack everywhere. And uh, But they've learnt, um, you know, defend your line um, and you can turn it around at the other end of the field. Mm. Lovely try. A really army kick out scored off a, off a cleary pass. Just, just brilliantly done. Really good angled run. Yeah. Perfect timing. Everything Cleary's doing is turning to gold, but he's not the only one. The whole team. whole team, yeah. Liam Martin's playing some brilliant football too. There's just so much to like about um, the Raiders. But there's a lot to like about the Warriors, and, and this game is at Central Coast. Yes. I am. Um, look, I, it'll probably be closer than we all think, but um, I, I can't see the Warriors, um, you know, do, doing the Panthers. I think the Panthers will win this one. Mm. Um, I, I just think they're just too, too disciplined. I mean, look, they still got their full strength side. So the Warriors, you know, you, you could say about their win last week that Manly are really understaffed. But um, you know, I can't you can't take that away from them either because they pl- yeah, they come out and they they play some really good rugby league. But um, got to be really really on the ball to to beat the Panthers. Yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I think yeah. Panthers will roll on. And uh, what do you make of Nathan Brown's signing for the Warriors as yeah, a coach? Yeah, well, look, I, look, Brownie, I think, is a good coach. I mean, he's a little bit different the way he approaches things. Um, I, I think he's, I think he, if, out of most coaches, he's got to fit in with the culture there. Mm. Um, I, I don't know, if you look at his coaching in the past, um, uh, you know, you could think, well, you can see what he's done in the past, and you go, well, that might not fit in here. So I think he's really got to adjust the way he he does things um, with this group of players. Um, mm. So, you know, good luck to him. And as I said, Brownie, you know, he, he's sort of a person that he gets on with most people. So hopefully he fits in there. Um, but, you know, he he's going to have big boots to fill if um, they keep going on their winning way for the rest of this season. You know, there, there's no nothing saying they, they can't scrape into the eight. Um, the Warriors. Mm. Well, uh, technically they can. Yeah, they, they, so, yeah they, they they're capable of doing it points wise. Yeah, yeah. so, but yeah, win. so it's it's it, when I say it's not big boots to fill, but um, for Brownie, but uh, I think it's a big job for him. Mm. Well, he was on that over the black dot show that you were on actually. Oh, I was watching that last night. Yeah, what about uh, the chilies? Yeah, Bo De La Cruz was interviewing <laughs> you, Steve. I saw that you were. Did, did, what's that segment called again? Uh, uh, I think uh, it's um. Oh, but anyway, you're eating chilies. Yeah, yeah I, I, I watch it. I think I, it's hot dot. I, I, I try and watch the show every every week. I, I really enjoy it. But um, Brownie was actually on on there yeah, as well. Okay. So he, he was saying grew up uh, with Indigenous uh, people and yeah. uh, he loved that culture. And he said that because he's got that ability to, um, you know, get yeah. on with one culture like that. Yeah. And he said, said that transfers to the other as well. Yeah, I so mean, that that was interesting. That's what he said on the on the over the. Yeah, and look, he, he he does, and he you know he's best mates with Gordy Tallis, and uh, he, he's you know he he got me in to present um, Edric Lee with his hundredth jersey, I think it was mm-hmm. um, when they were here in Brizzy in the yeah. Um, so you know he, he, he sort of he's he's very um, into that you know in, into different cultures, and as I said, he, he grew up with with the mob. I think um, he's a curry. He would have been down your way, Joel. Somewhere, New South Wales. <laughs> probably, drew, probably grew up with Georgie Rose and the boys. <laughs> well, I'm in Inverell. Uh, I grew up in Inverell, so um, there was um, Preston and Nathan Blacklock and Owen Craig and all those guys. And he's and, back down. And he's, in, he's back down that way, um, yeah. Tinger. 
Tinga Blacklock, he's he's back home. Yeah. Oh well, they all go back there eventually. <laughs> and um, yeah, and of course the McGrady brothers. Yes. Uh, but they were a bit further. They were further west. Um, the boomerangs. Of, uh, yeah. Don't know. When I was a boy playing them, I used to get towel us up. Boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. Okay, so um, <coughs> we're going to the we're going <laughs> no, the Panthers. We're going the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. Yes. Okay. After all that culture talk, we're going the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, look, I'm gonna. I'll be honest. I I wanted to see the Walker brothers get the job. Yeah. In, in New Zealand, I thought that that was just set up perfectly for them. That would have been my choice if I was appointing the. The coaches, because I think they would have brought something to the table that would have taken the Warriors to another level. Mm. I'm, I'm not saying Nathan Brown can't do that, but I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that the Walkers didn't get that job. And I know they were very close. I know they were very, very close. Um, anyway, Eels v Dragons. Uh, that's a, a, always been a great game. Yes. It's got so much history it attached does, to it, of course. They've played each other. In a grand final, um, way back now, a long time ago, back in 1977. Gee. Uh, grand final replay, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and well, I was seven years old, I can't remember back then. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> a grand final replay, Ted Goodwin. Um, Teddy oh, Goodwin. That's one of the, my early ra- ra- memories of rugby league, watching Ted Goodwin score a magnificent try, chip and chase try in the grand final um, replay. So all the good all the Goodwins that run around these days, they're his grandsons, are they? There's a lot of good ones playing. Well, well they I, have been. Yeah, I think I, I think there are some. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They, definitely, definitely, yeah. there are some relatives. I, I, is it grandkids or is it children? Yeah, probably now, back now. in my day, it was good when when I played. I think that would have been his son, yeah. possibly. But I think the, I think there's a couple of running around. Still. Yeah, <clears throat> look, I'm going to say that there are some of yeah. his relatives yeah. and and for and and. Uh, nephews yeah, and nephews or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not I'm not right across that. Yeah. Okay, uh, the Eels, um, they just did enough in the wet to beat the oh. Sharks. That that was uh, a pouring rain affair, wasn't it? That oh, was... amazing. I, I, to be honest, I, I don't think I've ever played in or seen a drenching game of footy like that, to be honest. Um, and the only reason why I, I probably have done, but um, just that the feels are so different to what they were back in the day. That would have been absolute... Could you imagine that back in the day? That would have been absolute quagmire of mud. <laughs> and, and all you see, there's still green. The, the grass doesn't get broken. You just see a, a spray of water every time they're running. And I was just like, wow. And then you actually look at the drenching that they were getting at the time. Uh, you know, you, you can see why it was such a tight match. Yeah, I can remember some of those games uh, back from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, you oh. watch them on ABC and it was pouring with rain and you can hardly see that. Well, I tell you, <laughs> you what... You can't see the jerseys. One uh, of the big ones for us... In the quagmire in the middle of the SCG or the sports Well, I tell you, we, we played one of them at uh, Cogra against St George, your team. And that was probably the wettest and muddiest game I've ever played in. Uh, it was just amazing. Uh, we just It was just mud. There was no grass. <laughs> like, uh, so that, that was only back in the 90s. And uh, I still remember a lot of the boys... After the game, end up with scratches. They end up in, with infections. So I don't know what you guys put in the mud or the or the soil at um, Cogra, but uh, they got a lot of the Bronco boys. <laughs> they were on antibiotics <laughs> after that game, mate. After what you did to us in the nineties, uh, Steve, uh, anything anything goes. All's fair in love and war. <laughs> That's right. But the Eels did enough, didn't they? They oh, did yeah. enough to, to win. Uh, what impressed you most about them and in that, that performance? From because you watched that. Yeah, because it, they were just. They stuck by you know what they know best, and they just they just dug in. I mean that's a good sign of a team. So 
a good sign for a good team is that um, you know under the adversity of the rain and whatever, um, you just keep persisting. I mean, they could have quite easily let that game go, um, but they just dug in and they got away with it. You know, what, what, only one by a try, I think. Um, a goal. A goal. Oh, yeah, sorry, it was a goal. It was a penalty, yeah. <coughs> Sean um, Johnson missed his three, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, So that's how close it was. But they're the sh- signs of a good team that win those matches. Well, the Dragons, unfortunately for them, were right in the game against yes. the Roosters, but they let the game get taken away from them. So that's the difference between these two teams. Uh, this time around, uh, Corey Norman's been recalled um, to 5'8". So we've got Hunt, Ben Hunt back at hooker. Cam McInnes is at lock. Um, so, Dragons have done a, 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 a shift in their spine again. Um, look, they, I mean, look, the they've been playing a lot better than what they have been. Well, they have. And Zach Lomax is looking like a real class actor. How good's he? Uh, yeah, he's going to be a very good player, yes. He's yeah. already good, but... Yeah. yeah, I love watching him play. Um, mm-hmm. He seems to find the trial line. He's good, good, you know. He can kick a goal, so mm. he's got it all. He has. He's a very, very impressive player. Um, you know, are, are they playing well enough to beat Para? I'm not sure. That's that's the only thing, and um, be interesting to see what you think there, Joel. I know. No, I don't think they're playing well enough to yeah. beat Parramatta. No. <clears throat> they're going to have to play the, the be- one of their best games of the whole year, and they're going to have to dish it up this week because I don't see Parramatta taking their foot off the pedal. No. I think we've seen enough football to know that this top four, that this is why they're in the top four. Yeah. They win the tight game. So if the Dragons take it to Parramatta, the Dragons are going to have to win the game. I don't think Parramatta's going to no. hand it to them. So, no. and, and for St. George to do that, St. George Illawarra to do that, they're going to have to play some of their best footy. I just don't see where it's coming from, Steve. How good's Brown playing uh, for uh, yeah, the. The yeah. 5'8". He flies under the radar a bit, doesn't he? Oh, I, I, yeah, I watch him a bit. He, he does some good stuff out there. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Doesn't overplay his hand. That's what I like about him for a young guy. Compliments, yeah. So I, I really l- like what he does out there. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm tipping the eels. I, I just I, I think the Dragons pack is obviously missing... It's missing... Um, well, it's missing uh, Tarek, Tarek Sims. Obviously, he's injured. Paul Vaughan's still suspended. So... Yeah, I just think they're lacking a bit of punch, Steve. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, as you say, Joel, they and a spine that rearranges all the time. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, you, you try to build some consistency. That's where you need it. But uh, I don't think they're probably not at the mark to to beat Parramatta. No, I don't believe so. And, and the other thing counting against them is that it's at um, Bank West. Yeah. Stadium. Okay, the Sharks are hosting uh, the Titans. Ooh. This promises to be Ooh. a really good game of football, doesn't it? Um, it does. The Sharks are playing some really good footy. As you mentioned in your column last week, you see them as a dark yeah. horse. Uh, unchanged team. <clears throat> very few, Just one change for the Shark. Uh, Jack Williams in on the bench. Um, so unchanged Titans. Yeah, look, this is going to be... Oh, I was very impressed, obviously, with both teams. I mean, they're both playing you know, good footy, but the Titans last week were... That's the best game of footy I've seen them play all year, and it was they were consistent. It wasn't just one standout player across the park. They played really well as as a group. Um, it was good to see they had a bit of a vibe about them. I thought, and um, as I said, that's great to see from this. And I'd, I'd like to see them carry it on this week. They're up against a tough team, but they would have to think um, after their performance and the way they ha- really they have been building, even though they might not have been winning matches, uh, that they'll back themselves to, to 
to do the Sharks this week, I'd say. Um, and I, I can't see why they can't. Well, one thing about Justin Holbrook's time in England, he was a winner. You know, yeah. He was a, definitely a winner. He's used to winning. He wants to win. And he's turning this team. I thought the football they played was outstanding. Oh. Uh, tough through the middle. Really yeah. tough through the middle. They're, they're three. Arrow, um, Big Mo, the, and also uh, Jamin Jolliffe. They, they were fantastic. But the, the halves, Fogarty and Taylor, that was their best game. In the yeah. halves, I thought. Yeah. They both ran the football beautifully. Taylor, lovely oh. on the short sides with his passing. Yeah. Um, and the, the X-Factor man, AJ Brimson at the back, he's electrifying. Yeah. Uh, the coach says he's our best player. Yeah, well, you know, he he's just coming into his own, um, AJ. He's just maturing into that position, I think. You know, he was also uh, injured there as well. and But he's he's maturing into a great young player, you know. I've had the opportunity to, to meet AJ, and he, he's a good lad, actually. Um, mm. Bro- Kelly, how, how oh. good is he going? <laughs> Brian <laughs> Kelly. We, keep, we forget to mention him. He's like, he, he was on fire. How strong. Oh, yeah. I, I love watching him play, you know. When he uh, he did that little step back inside and uh, set up a try, I thought, what a, what a kid! You know, he backs himself and um, strong, big strong runner. Mm. Well, he, he reminded me of Shane Web- Webke in that 2006 Grand Final. Where he carried about yeah. he carried someone on his back there for about 10 or 15 <laughs> metres, and Lockie lands the field goal. Well, well, Kelly's half the size of Webke, and yeah. he did he just carried people on his back. He almost scored there yeah, I know. for twelve meters or fifteen meters. Yeah. He ran. Just yeah, but he he's playing some really good rugby league at the moment. Must be naturally strong. Yeah, yeah without strong. a doubt. Yeah, no, he's playing some good footy, and and Kevin Proctor had his best game. Well, hasn't he hasn't he fired up in the last couple of weeks? Um, he he's really. He's the one I think who's really... I love it. I love it after they score a try or he's in there questioning the ref. Um, he's been quite vocal in the last couple of weeks and I think that's good because that gives the team a lift. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've got a voice like that and it's not the greatest voice, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if the refs actually understand. That's probably why they're telling him to go away because they can't understand him. But, uh. <laughs> well, he scored. A, he set up a great try when he leapt over the dead yeah. ball and flicked it back for. Yeah, Kelly. what about that? It was amazing. Yeah, it reminded me of a try um, I've seen in Origin football. I mean, I've seen Hodjo flick one back for Matt Gillett. Yeah. Matt, Matt Gillett. Um, and there's some others that. that um, I think there's a, a test up. match. Um, might have been Inglis and. Uh, yeah, I remember Inglis was involved in yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, so that was another one. Yeah. Okay, so where, who are you tipping? I'm going the Titans. Okay. Yeah, you know, and oh look, this is going to be a tough one, but I reckon they can back up, back to back win. Yeah, look, I, I think the Titans will give them a run for their money, but I just think the Sharks have got um, that they need yeah. to win this game. I just think they might just have enough to get them over the line uh, at at home. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I could see it being decided by a field goal that game. Cowboys uh, v Rabbitohs um, Saturday night. Cowboys are very disappointing last week. Yes. Uh, Josh Hannay was not happy with what they dished up in the first half against the Titans. But uh, good news for them is Scott Drinkwater's back yeah. at fullback. And uh, the Hammers onto the wing in place of Justin O'Neill. So uh, uh, Josh Hannay has made some changes there. And for the Rabbitohs, a big in. Jaden Seward's back. <coughs> Liam Knight goes back to the bench. That's a big in for the mm-hmm. Rabbits, and they they were far too good for the Broncos. Yeah, look, it's in Queen, it's in North Queensland this one. Yeah, look, I, I just you know even though they got a bit of dilemma um, with Wayne um, zooming in, I think he's zooming in at the moment. Mm. Um, I, I 
I just can't see enough coming out of the Cowboys. They're, they have been disappointing, and um, they just haven't. I haven't seen really come out of that. Uh, I don't know what do you call it. It's just the, their defence is just terrible. They're just not, just no communication there, and I just can't see them coming out of this at the moment. Well, I reckon this is a real danger game for South Sydney. Yeah. I, I just feel like the the Cowboys won't be the, like at home. Uh, I've just and Jason Tamalolo was well below his best. I don't see him doing that again. Oh, I think this is and Michael Morgan was back for, and he had a, a very poor game. He did yeah. against the Titans. I don't see him having that, that sort of a game again. I just think it's a danger for South Sydney this game. Yeah. Uh, Jason Demetrio is in charge now that Wayne's also broken. Um, yeah, gone outside of the the bubble. That was um, silly of Wayne. I mean, oh, it's a good it. Italian restaurant, though, apparently. Huh? <laughs> it was a good Italian <laughs> restaurant. Was it, was it breakfast or was it dinner? Dinner, no, I'm pretty sure. Well, was it lunch? It was, <laughs> no. it was, oh, a t- it was an Italian restaurant. I don't yeah, know, well, no. it's, it's gra- oh, no, it's I know it's a grappa. Oh, it's a grappa. It's had a lot of um, mentions. I, know, I, know it's I think like I might have been Dean there. Dean Witters was mentioning it on Over the Black Dot. I, I think they've got, a lot <laughs> yeah, of, they've got a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a serious business, and, and because it's Wayne, and we, we've, we've, you and I are probably going a bit too, too light on him, yeah. aren't we? Because it really, of all, of I know all, it's look, different to the Tavitas incident, because, yeah. you know, I'm not, I, I don't, yeah, well, Tavita was caught up in a bit of a police operation unbeknownst to him. Yeah, like yeah well, that, that's that, right. There was um, obviously um, bikey associates yeah. uh, apparently there as well, so um, that's, a bit different, but Wayne's done the wrong thing, hasn't yeah. he? And he's put his team in a bit of a bind. Yeah, I think as a coach and as a, as a leader, you know, he'd be disappointed. I hope he's disappointed um, in what he's done. And mm. um, you know, we're, and now, like, and he always said to me too, you know, we're, we're not perfect, but <laughs> you are Wayne Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter Valandi's the new one, no, that, yeah. that's for sure. And 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 all the other culprits uh, that have done this. Anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, we better be careful. Uh, yeah, look, I, look. If who knows? I mean, if if I was in uh, the bubble as well, who who knows? You know, I, I'm speaking as a someone who's not in the bubble and an ex-player. And I, you know, who, who's to say? You know, back in the day, we wouldn't have broke the bubble, but you know, there was no mm-hmm. mobile phones around back then. Yeah, well, it's easy for us to sit here and yeah, exactly, pon- exactly. That's what I was about to say. We, look, and they're all un- they're all under very. We Different can, pressures, you know. Like yeah, I mean? we, it's look. It, but it is, it is a. It's putting the game at risk. It's yeah. serious, and th- there's no doubt about it. But it's happened now. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah, and hopefully there's a lesson for all players and and officials in this. And uh, I suppose as as commentators, Steve, all we all we can do is talk about it. And yeah, obviously you did the wrong thing. Wayne, but Demetrio is very capable, um, and well, I think Sue is going to add a lot to this team. Uh, with his, you know, phys- oh, yeah, physicality on the edge, it's it's very very dominant. Yeah, as you're going to say, he's been dominant for him, and uh, you mm. know he, his name's always coming up during the, during the play, so he, he's going to be an added bonus for him. Mm. I thought Tom Burgess was outstanding last week. Um, I really, I think there's more from Cameron Murray to come. Yeah, uh, but Tom Burgess had a really good game. Tavita Totola's playing. Well, that's an, that's another thing, Joel. I, even from Tom Burgess' point of view. I think there's a lot more to come out of him, to mm. be honest. Mm. Um, potentially, what he can do in damaging runs, and um, I think I watch him play because you know I, I sort of love watching the Burgess boys play. But they he'd just be a bit smarter with his play, um, and he'd be a lot more damaging. 
Yeah. With his runs, I'm <clears throat> with. Yeah, well, he's had two really good games. He really yeah. got him back into that game against the Dragons um, a fortnight ago. Yeah. I mean, Luttrell's really warming to his task. Probably his most physical game, I thought, at fullback. He got involved a lot. That's great. Yeah. Did a lot of running. He really, t- you just see, he's, he's just. He's just warming to his task. Yeah, don't you feel? Yeah, I, I do, and it, it was always going to be an adjustment. And you know, not, I think everyone, I think Wayne was aware of that um, when he first put him back at fullback. That you know, it wasn't just going to snap into it overnight in his first game. And as you say, he's warming into that role, and he's only going to get better. Well, I, I think he's a very unselfish player. I really do. I, I think he made some real tough runs last week. He sets up tries. He, he's tr- he makes other people look better. That's mm. what I like about the John Mitchell great. as a fullback. Well, I'm tipping South Sydney as well. Steve. Yeah, I can't see that uh, going any other way. Uh, the Raiders are hosting the Broncos um, on Saturday night. Um, Broncos obviously without Tavita uh, Pangai Jr. and Ben Teo comes in. Um, 22-year-old Jordan Ricky and gets his debut on the bench. Um, uh, the Raiders are unchanged from the side that lost to Penrith. Hooker Saliva Havili is um, battling a triceps injury, but he's been named. Okay. Um, the the Raiders weren't bad against the uh, the Panthers. They no, just, they, they just ran up against a red hot team. So this is a danger game for the Broncos. Oh, big time! I, look, I, I I'm not sure with this one. I mean, I'll, I'll I think the Raiders are obviously in a, in a better position as a club than what the Broncos are at the moment. Um, obviously. Um, I think the way they're... You think? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to be polite here, Joel. <laughs> uh, but the, the Raiders just, you know, as you said, they they can mix it with, with the good teams. Um, Broncos are far from that mark at the moment. And I just think a Ricky Stewart coach Raiders team will um, they'll outplay the Brisbane Broncos on, on the weekend. The Peter Gentle coach Broncos team because... Yeah. Um, Anthony Seabold had to leave the, yeah. the um, uh, bubble uh, to attend to a family matter yeah. in um, in Sydney after the South Sydney loss. So yeah. he's in isolation. Peter Gentle's taken over. And so um, I don't know a lot about Peter Gentle as a coach. He's been an assistant coach and a very good one. Yeah. And yeah. Also, he's coached uh, overseas. Uh, Hull, I think okay. it was. Yep. It was Hull. So uh, he's, he's taken over this week. So it's, a, it's another another element of challenge for the Broncos as well. Yeah, it's, there's just a lot of things happening at the club and there's a lot of distractions. And it, it, it is a shame. It, it's a real shame for the club that uh, they are where they are at the moment. Um, but as I said, it's not just the playing group. It's across the whole... And I, I don't think that's ever happened before um, mm. where you, you can talk from the top right down to... You know, who's I wouldn't even say the... No one's a bottom, but you know the the fullback of the team. To be honest, um, and that's not pinpointing the fullback, but well, he's going quite well. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm talking about the number <laughs> no, one. No, I know what one. no, I know what you mean. But you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, right I throughout the place, um, yeah. and and that's a real shame. So um, there's a lot of uh, things that need to be done there just to just to get things sorted. Mm. Well, Ben Eichens um, applied to be the CEO. Yeah, I saw I, that. Yeah. I think that'd be a great move if, yeah. if, that, if that comes off. Oh well, you just got a just got a a person who's who will see things differently. Um, football nows and has football nows. Uh, very very good at what he does. I think everything he Ben's done, he's been successful at. Um, so you know he has that. I just think he has that nature that would be great uh, for the club. To be honest, mm. um, to run it from the top. Um, so yeah, so it, it look 
we're jumping ahead there, we you know got to worry about what the game at hand. But um, I, I just don't think I think Brisbane are in all sorts at the moment. That um, yeah, I think they're going to struggle to win this game. Yeah, I, I really, I really. You know how do they lift? I mean, you I oh know you've been at training. I don't go down to training, and I hear stories down there that you know they're a bit all over the shop. Um, you know, and, and you can pick that up, Joel. Um, mm. And I'm not talking out of school here, but you can pick that up when you watch a team train. You can see whether they're up or they're not. Oh, you talked to me about the team and said, "Oh, you know, they look really good." Um, and then I, you know, we did it ourselves. Some day you, you you feel great out there, and some days you don't. Yeah. Well, the the training I've had a few um, coaches that are. Uh, 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 a coach, a former who was a former NRL player mm-hmm. as well, watched training the other day, and um, even Wally Lewis has, has come up to me and a couple of other journalists and pointed out some things he he found unusual about the training and it didn't sort of gel with him. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, look, I'm not an expert on that, Steve. I'm, I've never been inside a professional rugby league organisation, so and I'm not a coach, but I listen to what other people are telling me and I, I, I watch it and I. I'm not. I'm not that impressed with what I see at training. Yeah. I don't see enough intensity. I, I. I don't see enough accountability sometimes either. I, I think they need a person like. I, I remember watching Shane Webke train at yeah. the Brisbane Broncos. His level of training, the intensity that he brought to the table, was at a level that I'd never see down there. Oh. And he would. He was really vocal. Too. Well, like I'll tell you if, what. If that, he didn't, if you did the wrong thing, if you didn't weren't aiming up, you would find out from Shane Webke. Well, but you you would know that. Yeah. Well, he uh, when he first came on the scene as a young fellow, I, st- I still remember at Calvin Grove, we just got a flogging preseason, so we finished off with a game of touch, and I think I had the ball, and he's actually come in the tag me, but actually half wiped me out. <laughs> he was only a young kid. <laughs> Bellowed the ball back into him like, and you little prick. Oh, I'm not little, uh, but uh, but he was aggressive back then, mate. That, that he was only a kid when he was in that team with us. Yeah, I, think, I don't know, he was 19 or something. Uh, but he he's been like that since he's come to the club, and that's how he played his whole career. So they could learn a lot from someone like Shane. Wackie. Oh my word, they could. That, I'd like to see more of that, you know, at the Broncos. Yeah. But yeah, I'm tipping the Raiders. I, I just think uh, the, here's a tip. John Bateman is going to cause the Broncos a lot of grief because he's a player that I don't think they'll, they're going to handle. No. I really think they're going to struggle. On that him. edge, he'll just be... Yeah, that, and that's where... Yeah, he'll have a field day. I think so, yeah. Okay, Knights versus Sea Eagles. This is a, a game the Manly side must win if they're mm. going to finish in the top eight. They, they have to win this game. It's got a lot of history going right back. There's a lot of rivalry. The, the Knights are coming off their most complete performance last week. Oh. Des- they decimated their, their opposition. The Ponga they? show. It was the Callum Ponga show, but it wasn't just him. No, they acquired Blake Green during the week, and he's really taken the heat what? off Pierce and given them another strike weapon on the a- side. How was that not going to be a good thing? <laughs> it's good to get in a gig, Blake Green, isn't it? Oh, like- <laughs> well, he does it through his performances, and that, that's it. Everyone, everyone realised how good a player he is. And, he is, yeah. And he's, he's just, he's just. Put, he's a cherry on the. I think he's a cherry on the top for for the Knights. To be honest, I do too. I, right. I think he's going to make a huge difference to that team, and um, he just gives. He takes so much pressure off uh, Pierce and Ponga, yeah, because they can just rely on him. Like he's one of those guys. You you know he's going to be trustworthy to, to to come up with a good play. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't have to be Pierce or Ponga anymore. 
No, that's right. So I mean, I thought Ponga played with so much more freedom. Well, that's what he wants. So that's, and I think, as I said, I think that's a perfect fit because, as you mentioned, it take he takes a lot of pressure off Mitchell, who can then link with Ponga, and they they can just do their own thing. Mm. Well, they they really did put it to West Tigers, and that was one of their their best displays of the year. If they can keep doing that, that they they can win. Um, a lot more games. I don't know if they can make it into the top four, but that would be their ultimate yes, goal. Yeah. Manly, on the other hand, is really struggling under the weight of injuries, but um, they did last year as well, and I think they played better last year when they had the injuries. They're, they're, they're conceding more points than Manly should be. I know Des wouldn't be happy with the, some of their defensive work. Um, good news for them is Joel Thompson and Curtis Sirenen are back this week. Um, Adam Fanua Blake, unfortunately, um, is out of the side with another injury. Um, so there's the the Tapao, um, who, who also had yeah. an HIA last week. The Tapao Fenua Blake combo has been disrupted again. Yeah, I yeah. think this is one that that Manly must win. Yeah, the, I, even saying that too, I, I think you're right too. It's one they must win. Will they? I don't. I don't think so. I just when you look at the two teams and what where they're at at the moment. Um, as you say, it's very unmanly, like you know, with with the, the defence, uh, but it just shows they're in a little bit of disarray there. And um, uh, if anyone could pull that back, is is Des? But uh, geez, it's a they got to make a big. That's a big shift in in one week. Yeah, well, I think um, what the, what what we're noticing is that um, Tom Travojevic is probably the most oh. influential fullback in the game yeah, to doubt. his team's performance yeah. you take Tedesco out of the Roosters they miss him but it's not like taking Travoy no, out of the Manly exactly side. right so I think that they're really struggling without him again Knights for me yeah Knights same okay the final game on Sunday is um, is West versus um, the Bulldogs at Bankwest Stadium both sides very disappointing last week um, mm. jo- uh, Steve George Alice very upset with the way Canterbury yeah, approached their work and um, obviously, um, Michael Maguire would not have been happy and wasn't with the, the team he had. Uh, Josh Reynolds is back on the bench following an unfortunate season-ending injury for Billy Walters, uh, an MCL and an ACL. That's a yeah. shame for him. Uh, I don't think the West Tigers are playing finals footy, Stu. No, it, it's such a shame, Joel, because they look like they're on that track and then the wheels seem to have fallen off, unfortunately, for them. And, um, you know, Madge must be going. What's going on here? But um, uh, it's they had started after the COVID stuff. Uh, you know that they kicked in really well. I thought they were, you know, the the way they turned their footy around, it, it was great. Um, but they just they've just lost it again. Yeah, well, after they beat the Broncos uh, by so many points, that yeah. I, I thought they were on, on their way. Uh, but it was the Broncos. Uh, yeah, well, that's right. And, and they were very poor that night. So maybe they gave them a false sense of where they were at. Because yeah. they haven't really been very good since then. No, they haven't. So, And, and it's it's unfortunate because they, they've still got a good playing group there. But um, they've got a big attitude turnaround. And I think that's what he's looking for. But um, that hasn't been forthcoming. Mm. Yeah, well, they're both very disappointing. I, I I thought Canterbury started the game last week looking really good, and then um, there was an intercept pass thrown uh, by their halfback Lachlan Lewis, um, who's suspended this week, and then it all just went to mud from that moment on. Yeah, that's Look, not what you, that's not what you want. I mean, the, these guys 
at, at the Bulldogs, they don't. He doesn't want to finish last, Steve George Arliss, and he doesn't believe that that Canterbury side is a final, is a last place team. Yeah. But I'm afraid that they are playing like a last place team yeah. because they keep turning up performances like that. Yeah, they do. And uh, as I said, Lockie has a few fatal plays in him, as I as I say, and that, that would have been another one, an inset pass, and that's something he's you've got to mature into. And um, Look, with this one, when you look at where the two teams are, I, I'd like to think Wes will get this one, that uh, Maguire will have them up at least to bounce back. They, they'd have to target this as, as a win for them. And, um, you know, it is. You go back history, it's a, it's a bit of a classic game, and he, hopefully you'll have them up. Yeah, well, uh, for West Tigers, they've, they've really got to win probably six of their next seven games to make the finals. Hmm. Well, they've got to start this so weekend. They've got to start this weekend. It has, it has, to, has to be. And that's the end of the, the tipping, um, Steve. I think we've, got, we've yep. covered every game. Sometimes I worry I've, I've flicked down and missed, missed one. <laughs> no, no, we went, we went we were we, going, we when, we, when we were going through that, and I thought, oh, we haven't talked about the dogs or the tigers. No, yet, no, so. we've, we've done them all. They're yeah, all, they're all done. Yeah. <laughs> Just finally, your mate Alfie Lang is also in the in the um, in quarantine. He's in a bit of trouble. He's um, He's been brought unstuck by the Paddington Hotel and the Caxton Hotel. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, Alf, oh, you know, it's... Um, yeah, as I, as I said, and we sh- we shouldn't laugh. I mean, it, it is a it is a serious matter, but um, you know, you know, or else, Alf, it's it's sort of for well, It's his natural habitat, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's you can't. A- but look, like we said at the start, you can't script what's going on at the Broncos. Uh, look, no. we we've written serious stories about it, you know, and we've taken it very seriously, and, and we're not making light of it, by the way. No, for, for we're not making light of it, but. We, the, it, well, the it's thing not is, life. Rugby league's not life or death. Although the COVID, the COVID yes. situation is, yeah, and that's the difference. And mm. and also that players breaking the bubble have the ability, a capacity to bring the game to a halt. Well, and that's that's the serious side of it. Yeah, and the, but you when know, you say Al, Alfie's name, like it's just we we, we just laugh. Well, it, it, it you know, talk about that. It probably probably a, you know not not no excuses or anything here, but. Probably could see where else minds at with the club. Um, do you think he he would have done those risks? I think if everything was different, um, mm. you know, is he not enjoying himself in his role there um, mm. at the footy club? Um, you know, because it's all a bit dour at the moment. So, and as I said, I'm not justifying anything like that has been done in this situation. But I'm just thinking of him, and you know, possibly that some something that. You know, plays in his mind. Uh, yeah. Well, I think you're right, Steve. I think you've made a really good point. I think the damn wall's broken at the Broncos. And yeah. it's just yep. the waters are f- spilling out wherever they go. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think and as I said, it's, it's just, there's it's a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening there, Joel, as as you're aware of. And, mm. and I just hope, um, you know, someone plugs those holes. Yeah. Well, I think um, if Ben Eichens made the CEO, yeah. um, Paul White obviously finishes up at the end of October. I think he would make a huge difference. But he's not a he's not a miracle worker. He's going to need to have everyone on board. Yeah. With if he is appointed, and we're, we're going a step way ahead here because it, it, the process hasn't even. We talk about the process. Well, it hasn't been done. But let's face it, News Corporation owns the Broncos, mm. a majority owner, and uh, if they want Ben Eichens, he'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. okay, thanks, okay, Steve. Go.